This is Power Source, a podcast by the Citizens Utility Board, where we track down the answers to your utility questions. I'm your host, Hannah Finnerty. Illinois consumers are facing the possibility of hundreds of dollars in higher heating bills this winter due to natural gas prices that have skyrocketed over the last seven months. Natural gas utilities have charged up to three times more than their 2020 prices, with some charging more than a dollar per therm. As we head into what could be the most expensive heating season Illinois consumers have seen in over a decade, many utility customers across the state are already behind on their bills. In the early fall, nearly 170,000 people's gas customers, about 20%, were more than 30 days behind on their bills, owing an average of $734 to the utility. NICOR Gas, which serves most of northern Illinois outside of Chicago, has almost 200,000 customers who owe an average of $331. These numbers are alarming, and the consequences of these high arrearages could be particularly disastrous as we head into the winter. In this episode of Power Source, we're talking about Illinois' heating crisis. We are seeing a number of factors come together at this moment to result in much higher natural gas prices this year than the same time last year. That's Cubs Deputy Director Sarah Moskowitz. Starting with The extreme cold snap that we saw last February, which froze natural gas pipelines and wellheads, limited supply of natural gas at the same time that demand was shooting up. Um, We've also seen in the past few years less um, exploration and well construction, gas well construction and operation as a result of lower demand and lower prices. Now, however, that the world economy is recovering from the pandemic, demand worldwide is going up. So these uh, these wellheads haven't had as much of a chance to catch up. Uh, Plus the fact that increased liquid natural gas exports from our country to other parts of the world is reducing uh, the supply available here in the States. And um, probably also a factor is Hurricane Ida from the end of August knocked a huge amount of uh, Gulf of Mexico gas production offline. And so we're just kind of seeing a a combination of natural and man-made and economic effects coming together uh, to result in much higher natural gas prices uh, across the country, not just here in Illinois. Cubs Hotline has fielded several calls, wondering if alternative suppliers may be a better option this winter. Cubs take, even though utility prices are high, Alternative suppliers can always go higher. Anyone who's been paying attention to what Cub has to say over the past over 10 years has heard us beat the drum of warning against these alternative energy suppliers that um, have gone door to door, they call up, they send you stuff in the mail, um, asking you to switch your supply over to them from the state regulated uh, energy company, uh, whether it's gas or electric. So one question that we've been getting recently is, You know, now that the supply rates for the regulated gas utilities are going up, does it make more sense now to perhaps switch your supply to one of these unregulated gas supply companies? Um, And 
I would warn people to be really careful about that still. The alternative gas suppliers are themselves subject to the same market pressures as everybody else. Um, and in the past, we've seen these companies raise rates um, as much or perhaps even more than the regulated gas utilities. I was online this morning looking up some of the gas supply offers out there. Um, one of them, for example, was offering a rate of 55 cents a therm um, in Chicago territory, which is better than the current people's gas price right now. But I looked at the fine print and it said that that rate was only good for the first three months and it's gonna be variable after that. And so we've seen in the past that Variable means higher for almost all the time when it comes to these alternative suppliers. So to the extent that people are willing to pay close attention and want to sign up for something like this, but mark their calendars to get out of it before the price goes up, I say hats off, go to you, go for it. But we're seeing most people will end up switching and then kind of forget about it until months later, they take a look and they realize that they've been overpaying um, by sometimes hundreds, if not thousands of dollars uh, to this overpriced alternative supply company. So we would still advise um, a great amount of caution in, uh, in, in looking at these, um, these other offers out there. Don't want, I don't have a crystal ball, so I can't say for sure that none of them will offer savings, but you, when you look historically at other gas price spikes um, that we've seen in the state, these companies still haven't really been worth it for folks. And in fact, I remember when I was on Cubs Hotline, some of these companies, when the natural gas prices spiked, actually just backed out of their contracts and left everybody in the lurch. So they had promised a fixed rate and then, whoa, the gas prices went crazy. And so they declared an act of God or a force majeure and said that they didn't have to meet the requirement of their contract, contract anymore. And they left people paying over a dollar a therm. And this was some. Oh, this was over 15 years ago. So this is there's there's a there's a history here in the state of Illinois, these alternative suppliers, and unfortunately the history isn't good. We unfortunately can't make gas prices lower. But as Sarah explains, being aware of your usage and practicing efficiency can help protect your bills this winter. So obviously here in Illinois, we're going to face some cold weather as we do every winter. In the city of Chicago, the affordability issue is going to be all the more acute because the delivery costs for people's gas are so high. But there's nothing people can do about using natural gas or not. Most of Illinois heats their homes with natural gas and so people are going to have to use it. But of course there is always our energy efficiency. Um, it's really the unsung hero as we like to say in Cub um, in all of this. Uh, there are a lot of ways that folks can tighten up their homes, and you can find information about that on our website. There's also utility programs aimed at helping encourage people use less. If you are, for example, a customer of ComEd and either People's Gas or ComEd and NICOR Gas, ComEd and um, North Shore Gas, there's a free home energy assessment you can go through, which they'll, um, they'll send a a contractor out to your home, an expert in uh, building envelope science who will install a number of energy efficiency members or measures around your house. Um, so in addition to energy efficiency that everybody can access, there are low income and um, income qualified weatherization programs. 
people should take advantage of financial assistance, but also most of the agencies that offer financial assistance also administer a, pro, a home weatherization program that is lesser known, but can be really helpful in help reducing um, the amount of energy you need and therefore reducing your costs. We have information on the CUB website at cubhelpcenter.com. People can log on and look up financial assistance programs in their areas um, to help offset their costs. Um, and like I said, a lot of those agencies also administer um, income qualified weatherization programs. However, not everybody obviously qualifies income wise for these programs, but luckily here in the state of Illinois, we have some good efficiency programs available for people um, who want to use less and retain their, their level of comfort. So we also have on our website a lot of information about the efficiency programs that the utilities are required to offer. Um, there's a number of no cost and low cost actions that can, people can take around their homes. Um, but at the end of the day, people are going to need to use natural gas. And if the cost for the natural gas supply is going to be higher than it's been in many years. As much as we talk about efficiency, we also realize that it's not going to solve utility affordability on its own. If you can't afford your bills, assistance is available. So when you're in the situation where you can't pay your bills, it can be pretty frustrating and frightening. And I know that um, the temptation is great to pretend like it isn't happening. Talk to people over the years who say receive um, disconnect warnings from the utilities that they never opened because they just couldn't face that. And I understand that, but when it comes to your utilities, especially, it really benefits you to tackle these issues head on and don't ignore it. So as a rule, the utilities generally won't disconnect people during the winter. Um, they are allowed to by law, unless you are a LIHEAP or low income financial assistance um, recipient. But whether that's the case or not, it always makes sense to reach out to your utility if you're having trouble paying your bills. Because if you don't talk to them about this situation, their system is going to be looking for full payment every month. And if they don't receive that full payment, you're going to end up in the credit and collections process, uh, resulting ultimately in disconnection. And once you're disconnected, you have far fewer rights um, as a utility customer. So it really makes sense to communicate with the company about the issue, set up a deferred payment arrangement, um, and uh, make, your, make your needs known by, so that they can mark your account. And meanwhile, there is assistance out there available for people. So there's the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program, or LIHEAP, and that's actually a federal program that the state supplements. And then it is uh, administered by the state who contracts with local agencies who do intake. So basically, um, these are the organizations that you go to, or now most of it's being done remotely or virtually, uh, to apply for low-income home energy assistance. Now, um, the, the income cutoff for LIHEAP is pretty low, and so not everybody who could benefit from this actually can sign up for it, but you should look into it. Go to cubhelpcenter.com to, and I believe on there we, we list or we link to the places where you can look up your income um, requirements for that. 
But if you don't qualify for LIHEAP, there are other programs available as well. Um, for example, People's Gas uh, and North Shore Gas customers can participate in the Share the Warmth program that's administered by Community and Economic Development Association of Cook County or CEDA, C-E-D-A. Um, NICOR Gas offers their sharing programs, which is administered by the Salvation Army. So there is, there is money out there. And um, I think probably a lot more people are eligible for this financial assistance than even realize it. So I would encourage anybody who's having trouble paying their monthly bills to look into these because uh, we want people to take advantage of it. A lot of advocates have worked really hard to make these monies available to folks. And we, um, we, we're not seeing people um, take advantage like, like they could. As Sarah said, we do have programs like LIHEAP to help people afford their bills. But in the future, there's hope that we could have utility rates based on household income, which would make utilities more affordable for low-income families. Especially for someone like me who's been working in this industry for decades now, uh, it's kind of more of the same and it can be really frustrating. Um, the issue of energy burden, the idea that people are paying um, an inordinate, inordinate amount of their monthly income uh, towards their utility bills um, is, is an issue that we've been facing since before I was born here in this country. And um, now, however, we're, we're, at, we're at this moment in history where the issues of um, energy affordability and energy burden is, are, are actually getting more attention than they ever have before. So while a lot of what I've talked about today has just seemed kind of like, all right, well, these are some band-aids we can, we can put on the, the, the problem to prevent the worst possible outcomes for at least a handful of folks who are having trouble paying their bills, um, but it doesn't really address the underlying causes. Um, and that's true. And that's part of the frustration of working in this industry. But I will say there's been some movement nationwide towards looking at innovative ways to actually go about kind of um, helping people get out of these cycles. So for example, here in the state of Illinois, we just passed CEJA. And again, people who've been paying attention to, to what Cub has to say has been hearing us talk about CEJA uh, almost ad nauseum for the past few years. Well, it's finally passed in September and it included not just robust clean energy policies, but it also included some, um, some exciting developments on the low income uh, utility customer front, specifically the law, I'm so used to saying bill, but it's the law now, the law requires the Illinois Commerce Commission to start a proceeding to look into the feasibility of an actual low income rate for eligible consumers, which is pretty exciting. Um, it's not a given that this is a thing that's going to happen, but it is the first time that um, the regulatory agency is being uh, kind of required to seriously consider um, what a well-designed low-income rate could look like for consumers. So this would basically be a different rate design for income-eligible customers of your utilities, which can go a long way to, uh, if done right, to get people out of the disconnect-reconnect cycle to kind of um, uh, force some coming together of like the utilities and the financial assistance that's out there 
and um, prevent some of the big arrearages that we're seeing. You know, um, data that came out recently showed that a huge proportion of, uh, for example, C city of Chicago consumers are behind on their gas bills and some zip codes, it's over 50% are behind on their bills. Uh, one zip code in particular, uh, folks who are in arrears, who are behind on their gas bills are over $1,000 behind on their gas bills. And for a lot of people, $1,000 um, in arrears could might as well be a million dollars. And what happens is if that money never gets paid, the cost ends up being socialized across the rest of the um, of the customers of that utility, which um, you know, Cub Cub doesn't have an issue with. That's kind of how it how it should work. But when you start having such high arrearages, it does turn into an affordability issue for everybody. So the the task of um, of tackling this problem and doing away with these these arrearages, and not to mention just doing away with the stress and danger of being without um, service for people who, who can't afford it um, is really is really important to tackle. So we're, we're encouraged that the state is going to start looking at some, some um, alternatives and some innovative ways to really tackle the problem. We have seen um, low income rates in other states um, be pulled off with, with some success. So it'll be interesting to see how it, how it comes out in Chicago. So I wanna, I, I wanna encourage listeners to to stay tuned on this issue because we're people who've been working in this space for years are finally starting to see um, some some of these issues kind of enter the broader discourse around um, energy and um, and we may we may be at, at a moment now in history where we might be able to do something for people um, besides just you know make sure they sign up for the assistance that that they, uh, they get so they can get a chunk of money once a year. Thank you for listening to this episode of Power Source. Cub encourages consumers to be prudent with their gas usage and practice energy efficiency when possible to protect their bills. Visit cubhelpcenter.com for more information about winter heating safety and reducing your heating costs. If you're having a hard time affording your bills or you've received a disconnection notice, call your utility immediately to discuss your options. If you cannot afford your bills, you could be eligible for financial assistance. Do everything you can to prevent disconnection. This episode of Power Source was written and produced by me, your host, Hannah Finnerty. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe in your podcast app and visit www.citizensutilityboard.org for more information about utilities in Illinois.